everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was Or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week, this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kelly O Show. This is part two of a two-part episode with me talking about chronic headaches and migraines, my personal experience from nightmare to where I'm at now, which is happily having my life back. So if you haven't listened to part one, that's really where I lay the foundation and talk about the history, as well as what led me to test out certain treatments. So make sure you listen to that before you listen to part two here. So I came back from this doctor and and that's when uh, I knew I needed to see a neurologist because what happened is, I'm trying to think of when I saw her, but when... It doesn't matter. All of this is jumbled when it comes to like December and January of 2020. um, Because basically, we went home to Chicago for Christmas. And in a 10 day trip, I think four days of my 10 day trip were spent in the hotel room with a migraine. And I just remember going, I can't take this anymore. I can't take I mean, we had our second anniversary dinner planned. Steve and I had to cancel that on December 30th, because I had to stay home with a migraine. I remember being scared to drink on December 31st. We had a nice dinner reservation and here I am like scared to sip up my wine because I literally didn't know what caused the headaches, what caused the migraines. And again, when you get a migraine, if you remember what I said, if you know that you could do something to cause a migraine that will put you out for three days, you want to avoid everything. I was scared to do anything. I was scared to eat because I'd heard food can cause migraines. Dr. Sebring had said, you know, food is the cause of, of all, you know, most migraines. He had ordered this. It's called the MRT food sensitivity tests, leap immunocalm dietary management program. Um, I will link up to the, to this organization. We're going to have them on the show um, because Basically what this test does, and and this is what Dr. Sebring ordered for me in the middle of all this, because I will tell you this, um, Dr. Sebring is a strong um, advocate of the paleo diet for pretty much solving all the world's problems. I love him to death. I don't care if he hears me say that, but he and I disagree on the fact that paleo, a paleo diet can solve everything. But he kept saying to me in the midst of all of these migraine discussions, 
it has to be tied to what you're eating. I firmly believe it's tied to what you're eating. So he ordered this blood test so we could see what foods I am reactive to. Now, let me be clear. This LEAP test, I call it the LEAP test. It's an MRT food sensitivity test. Um, it does not test what you're allergic to. It tests what foods cause the most, the highest food reaction in you. So I come back from a Christmas vacation, pissed off. And really, frankly, at this point, I said, come hell or high water, I am going to see a neurologist. I need to see whoever it is. If I have to go to the Mayo Clinic, I need to get better because I have not been able to work. I have not been able to produce income like I'm used to. I have not been able to do anything. I haven't been able to work out. I haven't been able to like barely keep my head above water for four months. I mean, I it just got progressively worse. By the end of the year, I was laying on the couch with in pain more often than I was standing up able to function like a normal human being. And I kid you not, like crippled with pain, unable to move, unable to talk, hardly able to open my eyes. Like that, people like that sucks. I can't even describe how much that sucks. That's no way to live. So I came back and again, okay, it looks like I got this leap test on the 23rd of January. I also got in to see my neurologist somewhere around there as well. Because I remember I had taken the leap test when I went to see the neurologist. I just didn't have the results back. So I get in to see this neurologist and she is also going to be on the podcast. We just have to clear it with the people at, at Methodist Hospital, um, which I'm sure we will, because she is amazing. And my experience, like, I want to kiss the ground this woman walks on because she was so kind, so compassionate, so understanding, so knowledgeable. And she spent 90 minutes with me. And I remember the first part of our meeting, she just said, I want you to tell me everything. And I just told her everything I told you. And I had had, I remember I took in my Kathy workout calendar and I showed her, I said, this is how I'm used to working out. So here's last year, here's 2018, here's this year, you know? And I said, do you, do you see, because every time you guys that I had a migraine and I couldn't work out, I recorded it in my calendar. I usually record my workouts in a calendar in my closet after I work out so I can have like a visual of how many days in the week I've worked out, how many days I use weights, blah, blah, blah. It's It's been something that's been really an effective measure for accountability for me. So every time I missed a workout because of migraines, I wrote it on there and I was able to show her all the times I had a migraine. And it was honestly, when I was revisiting it with her, it was, it was depressing. So she spent the first part of our meeting listening to me. Then she said, okay, now what we're going to do is I'm going to explain to you what causes migraines, all the different things. And guys, this is going to freak you out. All the things that can cause migraines. And then what our method, methodology, there's, there's like three levels of treatment. And you have to go through them in order because now this is for all of you guys to know this too. If you have insurance, you do have to go through level one, level two, level three, before going to the final level where they pay for the most expensive, but also very known to be effective treatments. So first and foremost, and I'm going to print most of this or potentially maybe even scan this. Um, this comes from the amounts, American Council for Headache Education. See, I'll see if I can scan this. I'm sure I can and, and print it out for you, um, giving these people credit. But I'll give you some of the what's in this uh, migraine trigger. It's a two-page document. And she went over all of this with us. So 
The first thing she said, there are dietary triggers. She said dehydration is one of the single most common causes for headaches. So she's like, are you drinking 64 ounces of water? And I'm like, the truth is for everybody listening, when she said that, I realized that was probably one of the things I was most guilty of. Um, as far as me causing my own problems, I was not good at hydrating. Now, if you've been following me recently, you see how much I'm focusing on hydration right now. So under dietary triggers, the first thing that she talked about was um, dehydration. She said that being dehydrated can be the number one or one of the top triggers for headaches and migraines. And I can tell you that to this day, so number, and I will I will place a link to this 32 ounce um, water bottle I got for me and the man. And in fact, my mom ordered the same ones. BPA free. It has a nice drinking spout. I don't like the big metal cans that are out there, but it's 32 ounces. And so I fill this up twice and ch- it, it helps me chug a lot of water. My man takes his to the office and we're really good at it. I can tell you right now, I was horrible at absolutely horrible at chugging water before. So I'm certain that that was part of me contributing to my headaches. But I can't stress enough, if you can really focus on hydration, you'll be surprised how many just regular headaches you can counter by just chugging a lot of water. Um, The other thing that she brought up, now this is for all of you who practice fasting or intermittent fasting. Sometimes that can be not a good idea if you're dealing with chronic headaches or migraines. And I will tell you right now, I do still, I am back to intermittent fasting, but if I have a day where I'm feeling you know, when I'm in that fasting window that I have a a bad headache coming on, if I have to, I'll just break the fasting window and stick to my caloric deficit because living life without headaches is more important than, oh, am I practicing intermittent fasting? I mean, those of you guys that know what my position is on intermittent fasting, it's fantastic. I love it. I personally, most of the time don't like to eat breakfast just during the work week, but really Intermittent fasting is just a wonderful tool to shorten your eating window so you stick to caloric deficit. Just stick with caloric deficit, you'll be fine. Okay, um, there are specific foods that can cause that can be triggers for migraines, and let's be real, it's pretty much the whole world can be a trigger for migraine, and that's why a lot of this you have to understand. You're looking at testing out a lot of stuff. However, this leap test that I recommended, I do think has been extremely helpful. I'll get to that in a second. Um, and here, listen to this, this is very key medications, overuse of over-the-counter medications can cause rebound headaches. For example, using ibuprofen, Excedrin migraine more than two days a week. She goes, are you taking more than two Excedrin a week? And I was like two bottles. Um, she said, if you miss medication doses and certain medications, those can cause headaches as well. If you have changes in sleep, um, if you get too much sleep or too little sleep, that can cause headaches. Um, hormonal level changes um, can also cause um, headaches, menstrual cycles, birth control pills, hormone replacement therapies, perimenopause, menopause, ovulation, all of those can be a migraine trigger um, or headaches trigger. Um, Migraines can also be triggered by weather, bright lights, odors and pollution, high altitude and airplane travel. Um, obviously stress, um, factors related to stress, include anxiety, work, shock, depression, excitement, mental fatigue, loss, grief, bad stress, and good stress can be triggers. How we perceive and react to situations can trigger or prevent migraines. Um, a stress letdown. Um, this can be weekends, vacations, ending a project or stressful tax, 
so I know that sounds weird, but in other words, if you have a high stress week and then all of a sudden you go into like an over, I don't have any commitments this weekend and I'm just laying around, that can also apparently cause um, headaches. Overexertion injuries, visual triggers, um, eye strain if you wear glasses, make sure your prescription is current, bright or glaring lights, fluorescent lighting, flashing lights, computer screens, becoming tired or fatigued. All of these are things that can cause headaches and migraines. You can see where I'm coming from, guys and gals, when I tell you that um, if you have a chronic situation, it can be very hard to pinpoint what's causing it. But on the other hand, would you or would you not agree that a lot of these bad things I just mentioned are things we should all want to minimize. We should want to minimize stress. We should want to um, get ourselves where we have more fresh air or we're not sitting in front of a computer screen, you know, 24 hours a day. We should all want to improve our sleep. We should all want to improve our hydration. And if we're not feeling good with intermittent fasting or fasting, you know, don't do that as a practice. You don't need it to lose weight. Um, dietary triggers. I won't list all of this, but I will share some of these. No, let's see. Beverages. It's it, um, in this. It says not. There's a column. It says not known to trigger migraines, and then possible triggers. Um, so it. It. I will tell you what are possible triggers under beverages. Um, any like hot chocolate, hot cocoa, alcoholic beverages, especially red wine, beer, and sherry. Caffeine can be a trigger for some people. Fruits. Um, they list figs, raisins, papayas, avocados especially if overripe, red plums, overripe bananas. Um, I also did some reading when I was looking at histamine, and I will link up to these two books, and this lady's going to be on the podcast as well. I'm going to link up to these two books as well. Dr. Becky Campbell has a four-phase histamine reset plan and a 30-day thyroid reset plan. Now, I haven't even, I have so many books I need to read. But the bottom line is when you start looking into histamine, um, histamine intolerance can cause so many gut issues. It can cause headaches. In fact, I happened to stumble on this book by Dr. Becky Campbell, and it says the four-phase histamine reset plan, getting to the root of migraines, eczema, vertigo, allergies, and more. And I saw that, I think it was Lori Christine King, who I've also interviewed on this podcast. I will link up to her. She put this up and I'm like, oh my God, this is a sign. That's why I was so sure that what I had was a histamine issue. But I'm bringing this in when we're talking about food because a lot of what Dr. Becky Campbell talks about in her book is, and this is why I avoid it now, she talks about reheated leftover foods, like to avoid it. And I don't know about you, but I don't necessarily understand what happens, but it just kind of makes me look at leftover food and reheating it up as like, is there something in there? Like try to eat fresh food. Um, under breads and grains, freshly baked yeast bread, fresh yeast, coffee cake, donuts, sourdough bread, breads and crackers containing cheese, including pizza, any products containing chocolate or nuts. Are you guys seeing where I'm going? Like the whole world of food can cause headaches. Cultured dairy products, um, chocolate milk, cheese, blue, blue cheese, brick cheese, Gouda cheese, Gruyere cheese, Parmesan, mozzarella, provolone. I mean, basically all cheese can cause headaches. All A lot of dairy products. Um, incidentally, they say not known to trigger migraines is American cheese, cottage cheese, Velveeta, which I don't believe is actually cheese. It could be wrong because I love Velveeta. I'm just keeping it real. Meat, fish, and poultry. Um, aged, canned, cured, or processed meat. Uh, pickled herring, salted dried fish, sardines, anchovies, chicken liver, sausage, bologna. Think processed meat. 
Um, any food prepared with a meat tenderizer, soy sauce, or brewer's yeast, any food containing nitrates, nitrites, or tyramine, those are possible triggers. Um, any kind of canned soup, soup made with autolytic yeast or MSG. Uh, desserts, chocolate ice cream, pudding cakes, pies, mincemeat pie, not any, any yeast containing doughs and pastries. Um, let's see, miscellaneous, NutraSweet, monosodium MSG, yeast, yeast extract, meat tenderizer, seasoned salt, mixed dishes, uh, pizza cheese sauce, macaroni cheese, beef stroganoff, cheese blintzes, lasagna. I mean, this just goes on and on and on. Excessive amounts of niacin, um, some aspirin medications that contain caffeine, that would be Excedrin, pickled, marinated, fermented products, nuts and nut butters. So here's what I'm saying about all of these dietary triggers and all of these triggers. This is like the world. Okay. So she was sitting with me and I'm like, basically the world can cause your headaches. So if you attempt to try to solve your, if you get to the point where I am and you have chronic headaches and migraines and you're trying to solve them on your own, it can, I think it would be overwhelming to try to do this on your own, because what are you going to do? Cut out all of these foods. Now, some people do that. I'm not saying you can't. Um, for me, I'm just so glad I went to a neurologist and I recommend all of you, if you're at the phases I am, or you know somebody, don't try to wing this on your own. Don't think migraines are going to go away. They won't. I've talked to too many people who've been suffering for years. I, I mean, six, seven months of my life was enough that I'm like, I'm, I'm going to, the last time you guys that I had a headache that was almost close to a migraine, I, I re distinctly remember having the absolutely irrational, insane thought of, I want to go out on the balcony and pound my head against the wall. That's how I wanted to push my eyeballs out of my brain. Like that's, that's irrational. That's illogical. That's nightmare kind of thinking. But I was in so much pain. I just wanted to like, I don't even know. I wasn't thinking straight. So this is really serious stuff. Chronic pain is very serious stuff. So that's how she explained to me what can be all of the things that can cause migraines. And again, she did say, we might never know what specifically caused it for you. Now she said, with insurance, and this is where you guys need to understand um, that there is a process a doctor or neurologist will have to go through, particularly if you have insurance and you want insurance to pay for this kind of treatment. Okay, so when I went to her, she explained this. I was already on Natalol. I was on Natalol 20 milligrams, okay, which is a very low dose beta blocker. Okay, so put that as a side. Now, what she said is there's three levels of treatment. The first level, now forgive me if I'm if I'm misspeaking, I think she said it's, a, the way she called it is, she goes, it's atomic treatment. You take a pill when you get a migraine. She goes, these are the sumatriptan, the, I think there's a, a drug called Imitrex. There's, there's prescriptions you can take when you get a migraine. And we knew that I had already taken sumatriptan and it didn't do shit for me, okay? I mean, it literally did nothing for me. And so she's like, okay, you've done level one. When you take something, when you get a migraine, it doesn't do anything. So we know level one has been tried. We have a history of that. You have to show your insurance company that you've tried level one, level two, level three, okay? Level two is preventative. Now, preventative, what they have is three or four different types of pills that were not initially designed to prevent med uh, migraines. 
One of them is an antipsychotic. One of them is a low uh, blood pressure medication designed to lower blood pressure. Uh, the other one is an antidepressant. Now, Natalol is a beta blocker that is less known. I'm glad I'm sharing this with you because you can bring this up. She did not bring up Natalol to me. She brought up the other three types. I said, but I'm on Natalol. And she's like, oh, wait, that wasn't in your notes. She said, well, the dose that you're on, 20 milligrams, is really not high enough to make a difference. We need to get you on 40 milligrams. And ideally, the max would be 60. But she said, with you, your blood pressure is so low, I don't think we could put you on 60 milligrams or you'd be lightheaded all the time. She said, I, I think we can put you on 40. And she goes, that might do it for you. Sidebar, trailer, that did do it for me. Um, that plus the supplements that she recommended for me. So she said, let's increase that to 40 milligrams. If that doesn't work, if the preventative medication doesn't work for you, then what we do are level three. Now, level three is when you get Botox for migraines. And please forgive me, I'm going to have to look it up. There's another injectable that you can take every month and you inject yourself. And apparently both of these things are extremely effective. They're also extremely expensive. And that's why your insurance company is going to want to see that you've gone through all of these. So if you're at home suffering and you haven't even gotten to level one where someone's prescribed to you the atomic, where you know what you take when you get a migraine, you need to start seeing a doctor right now because you want to get through these phases so that you know um, what works and what doesn't work. Because you can't just go, I thought when I went into the neurologist, you guys, I thought I'm just going to tell her I'm in pain, give me Botox. Because now, if, for those of you guys that know me, I do get Botox for superficial reasons, okay? I was going in because I had heard people, when you get, and, and for those of you that don't know this, when you get Botox for migraines, they don't inject it in your forehead. Um, there are a couple places they do, but most of it is in your neck and the back of your skull because there's that's actually where the nerve endings are. So you're not getting Botox. It's not going to make you look fabulous. You're getting it because it works for migraines, okay? Um, so for me, she told me, let's increase your Natalol to 40 milligrams. And then she told me that she wanted me to be taking, and I'm going to link up to this, I take riboflavin. So I'm taking uh, 200 milligrams of riboflavin, which is vitamin B2. Okay. And then I also take 500 milligrams of magnesium. Now we use the like magnesium calm drink, which I believe a serving of that at the, in the evening is 400 milligrams. So I've just increased the amount that we put, like it's like a tablespoon and a half or something like that. So I put that in there and I take that at night um, and my man takes it too. So 500, she's like, I want you taking 500 milligrams of magnesium. I want you taking, um, riboflavin, which is essentially vitamin B2. I will link up to all this in the show notes, you guys. And then, um, she said, um, co coenzyme Q10. Those were the three things that she wanted me to add. One of the other things, um, that I added that I also, when I did research, and, and I do encourage you, when you're looking this stuff up, I'm going to link to Amazon, which is where I bought it, uh, where I buy everything with the exception of what I order through Isogenics. And again, if you want Isogenics stuff, you can order it through me. I'm a consultant for the brand. But read the reviews. When you read the reviews of this stuff, that's where I was blown away because I, I'm pulling up this B2, vitamin B2, and there's hundreds of people going, oh my God. This was a game changer for headaches. Oh my God, this got rid of my migraines. One of the other things I started taking is licorice root. 
Um, now that I did because I have very low cortisol. Low cortisol can also cause migraines. And I didn't want to take hydrocortisone that my doctor prescribed because it causes weight gain and I'm shallow. So I wanted to look up a natural way to raise cortisol and, and increase energy. And I read that licorice root is amazing. And again, when I read the reviews on Amazon of all these hundreds of people who were taking this, they just had, I mean, so this goes back to what I talked about you guys with supplements. Don't underestimate what vitamins and supplements can do for you especially if you take them and take them all the time. It's very easy to, to think this isn't doing anything for me because it's not like you're going to take a pill and lose 10 pounds overnight. But trust me, some of the stuff that I removed from my daily life and I brought it back in, it's all working together. And in fact, I just had my, my follow-up checkup with my neurologist two days ago and she was so gracious and so kind. And she's like, I'm so happy for you. And I said, thank God it was the natural. And she said, well, Kelly, to be honest with you, it could also be the supplements. She said, sometimes it's just the vitamins. So she wasn't, you know, your typical doctor who's like, oh yeah, it's the pharmaceutical. She said it could be a lot of things. And she said, you've really taken it to heart. You've really, you know, worked on getting the foods that, that were in the leap test out. Those were obviously aggravating you as well. I'll do a whole blog post on that. We're going to have those people on the podcast as well. But all that said, people, it's been a very long, difficult journey, but I'm so, so grateful. I cannot tell you how overwhelmingly happy I am to have my life back. Um, I would never wish this on anybody. I would never wish that I have to go through this again. But I do see it as an opportunity. I'm sure that God had me go through this so that I could share this with you and teach a lot of you. Not only, you know, this is why, this is why we have to research things. Sometimes we can find things online in our own research and bring that into our conversations with different doctors. And we can be collaborative with doctors, okay? When I went in with my doctor, you know, the, the person that did my intake, she didn't bring to her attention that I was on Natalol. That could have, if I didn't speak up and say, hey, by the way, I'm on Natalol, I might have had to start back at step one. So it's all those little things, but I really encourage you, number one, do your research. Number two, if you've been suffering from headaches and migraines like me, I hope this helps you realize there, there is solution, a solution out there for you. Um, if you think that you're at the level I am where you need to take some, some medicine, I've always been that person, like, how can I solve this holistically or with lifestyle changes? But sometimes you can't. And for me, I don't care if I have to be on that all the rest of my life. I will never go through that phase of life again, ever. I mean, I lost so much physical progress with my body, um, just from not being able to work out, not being able to train, not being able to eat right. Um, I lost work time. I feel like now that I've been back at work, you know, my biggest challenge is pulling myself away from work because I feel like I haven't been able to work in four or five months. And so the truth. So it's no way to live. Our health is our wealth. Um, I strongly encourage you to move things forward. Get yourself in to see a doctor. Get yourself a referral to a neurologist. It can be game changing. So I want to encourage you, if you're listening to this, if you have questions, any questions, anything that you have heard, any, you know, there's a lot of things as well that I, I bought on Amazon that I discovered as I was researching migraine stuff. There's some, some natural bombs that kind of didn't work. There's some, um, 
you know, there's even like a headache mask where you can put ice in it and, and it can help. I'm going to link to all of these products. But if you have stuff that's worked for you, I'd love to hear from you so I can put together a, um, an ever evolving blog post. And I'm also going to put all this stuff into an ebook that I will continually update. You can get the ebook at my website at kellyalexa.com. When it's, when it's published, I'll have it accessible on the website, but I'll also release it to my newsletter list. So make sure that you are subscribed to my newsletter at kellyalexa.com. If you want to ask questions on future migraine and headache episodes, we will have a lot of experts on. Go use the contact me form at kellyalexa.com. You can also use that contact me form as a sidebar. If you want to nominate somebody that you know that has gotten past headaches or migraines and has a story to tell, if you have an expert practitioner that I can interview on the show, send them my way. If you'd like to inquire about advertising on future episodes, you can use that same contact me form as well. Um, I sincerely hope this was helpful. I actually have three more podcasts to interview today, and I feel like I have no voice left. Because I thought this was going to be 20 minutes and I went an hour. But you guys know I'm a talkaholic. So I hope this was helpful. Make sure you head over uh, to the Kelly O Show for the show notes on this. And also make sure you check out kellyalexa.com, my personal blog. That's where you're going to find my blog posts on this and other similar health and wellness um, and maybe some superficial topics as well. So I hope this was helpful for you guys. I hope you're enjoying the show. Please, if you know anybody that suffers from headaches and migraines, share this show with them. Trust me, I know what it's like to suffer. They will want to hear this. So thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful. I'll see you guys next time on The Kelly O Show. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If you have any questions, again, on headaches or migraines, because we will be covering this, please direct them to the contact me form on kellyalexa.com. You can use that form as well to inquire about uh, future guests if you'd like to nominate somebody, or if you would like to inquire about advertising opportunities on this show or on any of the Kelly O Show or Kelly Alexa social media platforms. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying the content here. If so, share it with your friends and give us a rating, a five-star rating, if you will, over on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. You guys have a great rest of the day. I'll see you next time.